Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And this one goes out to Lil Nas X and a Lil Nas Holden because somebody got their driver's license. Red light stop signs. I still see your face in the white cars. Front yards can't drive past the places we used to go to. Cause I still fucking love you, babe. Oh, I love it. I know that we already talked about Olivia Rodrigo, but it seems <laughs> aptly apropos I that know. we sing it today because Holden McNeely, he's all grown up. He is 30. Of glow. I was going to say hate. <laughs> 38. But that's not the word. I'm, trying I'm pretty to sure I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm 38. Are yeah, you yeah. 38? Yeah. I have no idea how old. Because I was like, well, at least I won't be. Um, uh, at least we'll get the baby out before I'm 40 has been my thinking about negotiating with your age, which is something you have to start doing around the age of 28, I think. Uh, yeah, 27, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's when you start negotiating with your age, like as the birthday comes around, instead of just being like, it's my birthday, I just thought I have my friends that drink about it, you know what I mean? And and you actually have to sit there and be like, um, as far as my timeline goes, compared to all of my Facebook friends, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be okay, I just need to get around this hump, you know what I mean? Like, and so that's what this year is. This year as well, you know, It'll 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 be talking a little bit by the time I am forty. My favorite is that I was trying to get into a bar in Florida and I gave my ID, but I had the mask on, and so the the guy was like, "How old are you?" And looking at it, as if he could do the fast math, and I was like, 32? I know <laughs> that's not how. And I'm like. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, I'm in my yeah. mid-30s. I have no yeah, idea yeah. how old I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm one the of same them. Way. I'm over 30. I'm the same way as you, uh, for sure, <laughs> Jackie. I literally have to remember my birthday or my age every time someone asks me now. I, I have to think no about idea. it. It's crazy. This reminds me of when Gideon went to get his vaccine. He was so nervous he like barely left the house for the whole year so it was like one of the only times he had like been in a public <laughs> space and he was so nervous he was there for a pre-existing condition which is hypertension but they asked him what his pre-existing condition was and he said diabetes and then he was like no no no, not diabetes what, what's it called hypertension and oh. he and very much looked like he was faking it and making yeah, it up making it up <laughs> that's, that's so funny word. you're like i promise no just give it to me 
But yeah, I definitely remembered my age when I got my driver's license, though. And like, how spectacular. And getting it again (laughs) 20 years later. And then being immediately forced to drive to and from a hospital fucking three days straight was insane. I literally got my driver's license. I was like, too afraid to drive home that day. (laughs) Drove me home that day. Later that day, I drove us down the street to Chipotle. Oh, you got to Chipotle on your own. Yeah, I finally got to drive to Chipotle on my own. Well, Lexi was with me, and I felt like a student driver. She could not have been more, like, terrified to be in a car with someone. Of course she was. (laughs) She couldn't have been more terrified until slightly later when she was perhaps more terrified. Yes. Yes, when she was in it and then had this whole medical issue, which we could talk about as well. But uh, yeah, I was definitely like, oh, I'll just drive a teensy weens bit for the next month. Like just, you know, down the street to Kissel's or, you know what I mean? Literally five minute drives that are like one right turn away, right? You know no. what I mean? And- Cut to your pregnant wife having to go to the <laughs> hospital and you being like, ah, yeah. ah, I just imagine you screamed the entire way there. All right, I'm going to throw this out there though. We talked about it. We had a bit of discourse about it. And between me being a brand new driver and that those hills being crazy, because we had to get like through the Hollywood Hills to get to this hospital. Even though her pain was bad, her nausea was so bad and she already gets so nauseous even in the front seat of the car these days she drove us wow. to, the, oh to the hospital God. to take how her did there. she do the yeah. curves in that much pain she we had to pull over so she could throw up one time Ooh. um so that was fun but she oh. it was bet it was just slight like we were like measuring the two and we realized that like actually just and you know just because she was so nauseous it was technically going to be slightly better for her to drive oh. to there um, because it's such a windy, crazy fucking drive to get from here to the those hospital. Hollywood so anyways, Hills, yeah, man. those Hollywood nights. I, I thought about that song a lot. Of by course the way, you're like, well, drive, like, as you your wife to, is right? going, oh, oh. <laughs> but she's okay and the baby's okay. She's okay, the baby's okay. Yeah, I guess we should say if anybody didn't see like my Twitter or whatever recently, and I, I still haven't been that great at updating that. Yes, Lexi had a, a like a weird freak incident with her small intestine getting tangled. She had to get surgery. It was insane. It was like a crazy three days. And uh, she is uh, doing, actually, as of now, she's really doing a lot better. She's still, she's on like an all-liquid diet. She's not doing that fucking great. But she's at the hospital, and like, my word, talk about it, though, a difference between where she's at right now and where she was when we went to um, the labor and delivery ward in uh, Cedar sinai so yeah, yeah, man, your your twenties are for pulling the car over to puke after a wedding, yes. and your thirties are for pulling the car over to puke while you are experiencing pregnancy pain. complications. <laughs> yes, or just yes. regular pain, oh. or just or any other medical crisis, growing old pain. Yep. Yeah, it just is so. Yeah, at least. I feel like I'm now getting more used to this, and I need to get used to this, right? I'm like, this is what it's going to be like. Kid's going to get sick. I'm, I'm going to have to drop everything, and we're going to have to deal with it all the time, right? I mean, that's what life is g- becoming, very, you know, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, and and things went went so much better than they could have. So I'm feeling a lot better, and I'm happy to be here talking about celebs, y'all. <laughs> yes. The important stuff. The yes. It's what matters. The very important stuff. The white knuckling I have been doing in that car to drive. But I did, I I on the the second day driving home, I A realized I'm actually a lot more nervous with 
absolute silence. Like it actually is good to have some kind of bedrock, like some screaming music in or the background. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not like blasting or anything. Like, I, so I put on some light music, and definitely Olivia Rodrigo has been the soundtrack of my crazy experience <laughs> oh. getting a driver's license and then having to go back and forth. From the hospital for the past few days. So that has just been some wild shit. Um, absolutely. But I got my fucking driver's license today. And, uh, you know, I don't have to drive alone past uh, my house, oh. which is nice. She's. Uh... <laughs> I love that, too, that the lyrics also are reminiscent of like, oh, but that could also happen if my wife is in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so funny. Um you can actually weirdly take those lyrics and twist them into some pretty <laughs> other meanings for sure. But, uh, you know, I got to say, I'm weirdly obsessed with her and it makes me upset because she is so young. But I've watched her SNL performances. I've watched all of her music videos at this point, And I, do I stun? Yes, it I think sounds like you stun. It, I think it definitely <laughs> sounds like you stun. really like... And you know what? And she's super inspired by T-Swift. There's actually a song... I think it's called Two Steps Back or Three Steps Back or One Step Forward. That one song is like One Step Forward, Three Steps Back in the chorus. Um, and I noticed it too. This is how sick and twisted my mind is. I know I was like, wait a second. That kind of sounds like New Year's Day by Taylor Swift. That like piano. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, singer-songwriter Holden McNeil. <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely wrote a song last night <gasps> that I'll probably do. Is it about I'll her little probably, toes? I doubt I'll play it for anyone ever, but I did write a song last I night. I want to hear it. What does it go like? <laughs> Give it, hum us no. a few bars. I don't, the lyrics, it's very sad. The lyrics are sad because it's all like, oh, I thought I was going to lose my baby. Oh you know God, what I mean? You know, whatever. Are so. a singer songwriter it's now. It's just <laughs> like we predicted it's going to be all I about know, the it baby. Hit me, it hit me in a moment. Oh. It hit me in a moment. And it was about the baby. And it was about the, well, it was a double meaning um, with the baby because I also call him, I call Lexi baby. I guess I have to stop calling her baby. I call Gideon baby. It's fine. Actually, the other day, Freddie was like, sometimes you call Papa baby. <laughs> but you also hold Gideon like a baby and treat Gideon like a baby. That's the difference. You swaddle Gideon and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that makes sense. The word baby can have two, it takes on two completely distinct meanings. Yes. <laughs> Gideon also kind of walks like a baby just learning to walk. Like no, his toes are, his feet are pointed inwards and he sort of stammers. Well, you know I'll, I mean? Yeah, in the lawyer's <laughs> offices, he goes, Googie Goggy. And goes, Whoa. <laughs> My you just God, got Crocs. Baby He's lawyer. embracing hot no. dad oh summer. God. Oh, yeah. MJ, he got, what? He's got Crocs, and his Crocs are next to the tiny baby Crocs. In the every the other day, my entire family was wearing rubber shoes except for me. MJ, oh have you succumbed? Be honest. I am also MJ, embracing please. hot dad summer, but no, th there's no crack. I, I was <laughs> like, well, now that my whole family is wearing rubber shoes because the kids have cracks, but they also have these things called natives, which are like rubber, like more stylish than Crocs. They're like they look like uh, sneakers, but they're rubber also. <laughs> but I will probably get myself some flofers thanks to that listener who recommended the flofers because I was flofers. like, I gotta, I can do hot dad summer, but I gotta not do Crocs. I can't do it. Yeah, the flofers I think are a nice compromise for Croc comfort with a little bit, a little bit of style or, or just a, a little bit of trickery. Yes. Give me the Crocs comfort, but make it trick me into the shoe looking not like a Croc, <laughs> like a big round. I hated clogs before though, because I remember clogs were really in when I was like in high school, right? And I always just, I cannot get around that 
super round tip. I mean, it looks like the bill of a of a cartoon duck, which is and I don't nice. like it. I gotta like, say, well, there's you know. something about my husband and Crocs that is just working for everybody. I really, oh. I, it's it is. I, it would not work for me. Okay. And I, when my when my best friend got Crocs after he had kids, I was like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> but there's just something about my extremely dad like husband wearing the Crocs and and it just works. It's just like it is what works for him. I, you know, I feel like I am kind of bullshitty for hating on Crocs as much as I do because I'm sure at the end of the day, I mean, they have to be comfortable, right? They, I so know they are. Clownish and stupid <laughs> looking, but but also like I kind of, I, I, I sort of, I, I don't, I, I don't hate the player or the game, I guess I'll say, because it's like, why, you know, you're the one not concerned about how fucking goofy and stupid and idiotic and foolish you look and wearing these dumbass shithead shoes, you know what I mean? You're fucking, yeah, you're yes. confident in yourself to the point where you you purposely are dressing like a complete fucking <laughs> idiot. No, idiot. What are the what are the little the little blingies called? I should get I should get him some blingies for Father's Day. Oh god, yes. I always forget the name and I hate them so much. Giblets. Gidgets. Giblets. 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 Chooties. Oh, Is it Chuggy? So it's Oh, I think oh, it's Chuggy. Let's talk about Chuggy. I'm so let's excited. Talk about uh, let's Chugi, talk about Chuggy. Let's talk about you. Oh, by the way, Chuggy is not Starbucks, by the way. I want to get, Chugi I want to talk is about this. I think Chuggy is Starbucks. Chuggy is Starbucks. No, no, no. Yes, we started, what I always we started Chuggy. That's my We theory. started Chuggy. Yeah. Chuggy is, is like a descendant of Starbucks, but I always go back to this. In Starbucks, it's with a capital S. It is a beacon of basicness. So it's not just that you are basic. It is that you are also like a mascot for being so basic. you're saying Starbucks you know I mean? is like Queen Chuggy? Yes, like a that queen is like that Chugi. is the head of Chuggies. Like the categorical representation of Chuggy. Yes, like there is only one for your example, which I, we don't agree with. J Lo, <laughs> like not everybody is Starbucks. Only J Lo is Starbucks. A regular person who wants to be like J Lo is hold Chugi. on a is second. That the distinction. Can we making? just say first of all, hilarious connection between Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts? Going oh on my God, Donkeys v Starbucks <laughs> with Benjafer or whatever, right? Benjafer. So. Please. <laughs> I will say, I will say, actually, there's some really interesting things going on oh, here. Gingerman. Oh, my God. Gingerman. Yeah, either way, um, I think that's hilarious. Starbucks is might might end up, is now back together with Dunkin' Donuts. They've reunited finally. Um, but also, I, 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 almost a better example, I would say, is Martha Stewart before she went to jail. Is Starbucks? Was was Starbucks. Oh, right? you're changing and then the she meaning. Kinda, Jackie's right. So Jackie, right. Jackie's yeah. right, yeah, because yeah, Jackie yeah, yeah. said... Is, isn't Chu in the email, Jackie said, isn't Chuggy Starbucks? <laughs> and didn't we, aren't we the thought leaders on this? Um, and I did say, <laughs> and I called it a me-spiracy. I said, are we being stolen from in front of our eyes? Is the concept of being Starbucks been yanked from our mouths and replaced <laughs> with the idea of Chuggy? Get your Chuggies out of my mouth, internet. Quoth Jackie Zabrowski. Thank and you. She I also want to say, right. Starbucks is a way funnier, classier term for it. Chuggy sounds like something you put on a crock. See, you know I what I mean? the word Chuggy. You like the word Chuggy? We are just fundamentally disagreeing I on Chuggy at it's every happen, turn it's, right now. I can't, us. We're falling I apart. I can't believe this. this. There's, there's one <laughs> element of the Starbucks discourse that I haven't brought in yet, and I should have months ago because it's Please. obviously uh even years ago i think i remember being in the studio with you talking about who was starbucks so i should have brought it in and i'm sorry i've been sitting on it but i 
you know, used to teach um, in schools, uh, many schools, some of which uh, where, you know, were schools where like very few if none of the kids were white and a lot of the teachers were white. And so the kids used Starbucks and I had noticed that they were often referring to me as Starbucks. <laughs> and one day I was like, can you tell me what's going on with this? And they were like, miss, it's because you're white. And they were That's like, it's so not funny. personal to you. I get it. It's just Star- Starbucks. And so Starbucks... At That's least so five years ago, when I was working in this particular sense. middle That's school, amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was shorthand for the amongst the kids of like a uh, white person. Perhaps it was a basic white person because I certainly was, you know, fairly basic. Um, but they also called their teachers Starbucks. Like it was so it was a, a oh my god, we stole it from them. I, that's the thing. I think we actually stole it from the youth. Oh no, um, and so 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 there is amongst at least again older youth culture there is starbucks as a shorthand for um white people that's amazing also i feel like we've we have we're full five minutes into the chuggy discourse i don't even think we explained, explained what, what chuggy is. is so henry kept screaming that i was a chuggy <laughs> we were yelling the word chuggy at each other in the airport being obnoxious <laughs> and uh wait hold on is chuggy an adjective or a noun it's an I'm adjective so lost it's an in adjective the woods. also a okay. noun i am okay. i think i might be i'm partial chuggy Okay, you're you're yeah. We got your DNA results back. You are twenty percent. I'm twenty percent chuggy, and yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm fine with that. I guess so. A chuggy is described as someone who is untrendy, out of date, or trying too hard. It's basically another way to say quote basic. However, some on social media are arguing that it is a self awareness to chugginess that is far more actualized than basic. So when I say that I can say I'm chuggy because I am accepting the fact that I am chuggy, except. I, um, you know, it's, there are some phrases, which is why I thought of you both, because like there are hashtags like 20 fun instead of uh, like a 21. Shout out to uh, T-Swift again. I'm feeling 22 was on the list, of course. Yes. Just like T-Swift. I've always said T-Swift. See, that is, I guess, the more fundamental example of Starbucks. T-Swift is, I would say, Starbucks, right? Oh, yes. And people who love T-Swift generally might be considered kind of chuggy. You know I what thought I mean? that Chuggy was like the like live laugh love like that is yeah chuggy. yeah yes. yeah that's more Chuggy. That's Although yeah, I yeah, was sure. I did feel personally attacked, <laughs> which is I think that is part of being a Chuggy. That the Garden State soundtrack is something that is that's so chuggy, understandably bro. a Chuggy that is thing. So that's Chuggy. And when yeah. I saw that, I was like, God damn it! You know what? You can't rewatch Garden State because I think that I talked about you to you guys when it's I watched so it a couple of years ago on a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't watch Garden State anymore. But the soundtrack is good. <laughs> yes. Let go, let go, jump in. It's good. There's beauty in the breakdown. It's just that thing, you know, it's it's the age-old situation. There's an attack right now on the especially geriatric millennials, right? But millennials in general by Gen Z, they're leading this weird attack on us. Except but of I course think they're every, not. It's like the, yeah. it is the it is the 30 somethings that are writing the angry articles right, about it. Exactly. It's like, I'm not angry about it. I think also lean in, man. They're just trying to earn their $60 they gotta get, a yeah. blog post. Yeah, <laughs> they exactly. Write but I, I will say, you know, we saw this before. We li- literally just saw this with Rent, right? Like we, we, our thesis for that Rent episode, Pop History, check it out, was like, it's okay to like Rent again. And Rent, you know, everybody kind of turned their backs on it because everybody does turn their backs on the thing that just was. 
But as soon as you get to one more, whatever the next generation is, is going to look back on what these Zers are calling Chugi and be like, "I'm uh, give me Chugi." You know what I mean? It just what is what it is. It's just a weird backlash from the, you know, it's the same thing as like rock and roll kids hating hippies, you know, from the 60s. Because now we're in the 70s, baby. It's time for Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? With that girl and that star. Sex freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the... My my chugiest thing is like I'm like a I'm Florida chugi like I like I don't like live laugh love but I like the signs like the things that say like but first oh, wine yeah you know, yeah like, that's very you know yeah as it's as the drunken it's like chugi and trashy yes, and meat yes, in the middle yes yeah that's the thing. Yes. I have a, I definitely have like a rhinestone sweatshirt that says wines constantly on it with a wine glass <laughs> yeah and, yes. yeah you know it's things like that. But that I feel, because again, it's that self-awareness where I'm fine with it. Life's a beach, ride the wave. This is a funny example I have for this, right? So one time Ed went to go meet a mutual friend of ours at like a super duper hipster party. And Ed dressed like, yeah, he's wearing like a dolphin jersey and flip flops. <laughs> you know, he dressed like Ed. Yes. And literally someone turned to our mutual friend and was like, is he like doing like normcore? <laughs> and it was like, you know, that's just like how he dresses. But like if he was actually purposely dressing normcore, then he would kind of be chuggy, I think. Because he's like, I'm into this look purposely as being Chugi, and I'm repping Chugi. Sometimes you, you know what I mean? hard, man. Speaking of which, they're coming after Ed Larson hard in this. Ed's definitely Chugi. Adults Disney who love Disney. Adults. <laughs> Disney adults are Chugi. Ed is all about oh that God, Disney so life chuggy. these days. He's so Chugi, bro. Ed, but Ed's and Norm Corp. Ed can't be Chugi because it's just it's just pure authenticity. Like there's that is yeah. also true. You know, that's he's not doing it for anyone it's but himself. Chugi yeah. is what it's like. It's Chugi. <laughs> We don't know what we're talking about. Nothing we've said in the last 10 minutes has any relevance. I think is any uh, truth by it. It's nice to know what the kids are saying, or at least what the the olds are saying. Four TikTokers are saying. saying. Yeah, what fucking five TikTokers say. I think we all just want people to come at us for our natural, basic style and approach to life because then we got to fight to fight. You know what I mean? And be like, I like me. And honestly, anything kind of at this age that makes me step to that because I don't feel that way of like trying to be like, I wear what I wear and I don't give a fuck about you where I, I already went through those years and now right. I'm just like nobody gives a shit about you just get tired <laughs> you just get tired I'm tired I'm tired is what it is <laughs> <laughs> but that's completely okay and um and I'm fine with being chuggy and I'm also fine with the PDA spree that Tessa Thompson has been on this headline, <laughs> I was so angry. There's nothing to this story. I don't even know really why. I'm only bringing it up so that everyone knows that I'm mad about media referring to Tessa Thompson kissing more than one person in a week. <laughs> and that that is referred to as a PDA spree where she's celebrating her powerful expression of sexuality what do you mean? She's just kissing. Yeah, I love the weird, like, double standard of, like, Hollywood is all pedophiles, but then also, like, people just kind of having healthy situations seemingly like this are, it's also crazy and weird. You know, it's just like, Whoa, what? whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> These are grown adults doing grown adult things. Yes, you know what I mean? Like, this is other not... <laughs> grown adults. Leave yeah, her alone. Yeah, they look alone. like they're having a fucking blast. 
doing absolutely completely acceptable on any social level things at this point. Millions of dollars making Just a Marvel it, movie, killing the game. It's such a Psycho basic the like game. the headline is so. It's like somebody read. So chuggy. Yeah, it is so, oh, chuggy. It's, it's like it's somebody read, read one sentence about feminism 10 years ago and is like, is this lady being a lady in public expression of sexual power? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what? Powerful? How is it? Pa- She's just having fun kissing. in between gigs. She's just like a hot. Kissing people. Hot celebrity kissing people. And is that. That's yeah. just the thing. Is that different yeah. now because maybe 10 years ago she would have just immediately been called a slut and now we're like, fun, kissing. Yeah, but that's not really about her being like, reclaiming my power. I feel like that's more just about like the context of society changing and getting slightly better. Here it is. Of course, the writer of the article's name is Jessica Starbucks. <laughs> no, it's so of not. Course. No, it's It all not. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love it. And I also, I want to say thank you to um, someone sent in a clip of Taika Waititi playing a male stripper in a New Zealand show. Nice. And it, it made me smile. <laughs> God, he's got such smoldering eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Come on, we're just going to make noises for the entire episode. Yeah, that's it. The rest of it is my little horny sounds, <laughs> and everyone has to hear it because I'm not in Florida anymore, so my horniness is finally returning. My my The dryness is going away, and the supple... Wet juices are coming back to my loins. And weird. thank God. The the horny noises are just, it sounds like a gremlin eating. Like, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I love eating. You try to tell me you don't get horny when you eat. It, de- it depends on what I'm eating, but every once in a while. Yeah, sometimes. It's like, um, you know, a moist pie. Ooh, yeah, oh. no, that is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> A, Ooh, re- a really yeah. wet pie, like yeah, a pie where you're pie. like, is this soup? <laughs> is this soup? I mean, there's, oh, there's crust on this soup. soup. This wet <laughs> pie. There's yeah, crust on this it soup. Back. It's like it's not soup. It's not soup. It's actually pie. You know what I mean? You can't even tell. You're like, is this a broth? What is happening? What is in this? <laughs> oh God! You're saying all these words together, and it's really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Upsetting in um in a very different way than the article that I had just sent to you. So I was really tr- I didn't want to include it in. I'm the sorry, links. I didn't get time to read it, so I you I need you to explain it to oh, me. Oh yeah, I actually I was hoping I was surprised this wasn't included. Um, only because I was like. As soon as it started trending, Gideon was like, you might want to read about this because you're probably going to have to talk about it on page seven. And I was like, ah! 
I because I wanted to find out more information before I jumped to the conclusions that the internet was referring to. Hmm. So yes, we are talking about Ellie Kemper, who is the lead in The Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, who is facing, I just kept seeing like Ellie Kemper, <laughs> KKK princess, trending. And I was like, oh God, oh Jesus, what fucking happened? And so Ellie Kemper was a part of a pageant in Missouri called the Veiled Prophet Ball. And that, according to the internet, is a pageant that was made by the KKK. Wow. And they are all evil and that Ellie Kemper should be kicked out of Hollywood. Now I was like, all right, well, let's like, let me just, let me look at this for a second because there's no way I feel like in our cancel culture that she could have gotten this far having been a KKK princess. Yeah. Especially being in a show about like getting out of a cult. Right. And I would assume that people would look into this kind of thing. I'm like, it can't be. And what if I'm picking up what they're putting down is that the Veiled Prophet organization puts on a like a, essentially like a beauty pageant every year. They do this big parade in the town and it was created. Um, the Veiled Prophet organization was created in the late 1800s by a member uh, like one of the creators was a member of the KKK. And it did have a lot of roots in disgusting. And it didn't allow black people or Jewish people until 1979. Right. And she, and again, old, absolutely disgusting. And I wish no one would be a part of this. But in 1999, at the age of 19, Ellie Kemper became, was crowned the queen of love and beauty, which is the, their, you know, Fucking Ugh. secret society um, brand shit. wizard, if yeah, you will. Yeah, man. It's just like, what? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> no, we Junior don't say it. I princess. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and they are like have come out in speaking against it of like, we've been allowing black people and Jewish people since 1979. What do you want come from us? We took till 1979. It's been, this, come on, that was... And so it's hard because, like, I don't think that she should be canceled because of this. Like, it is definitely, like, she was 19. I'm going to guess she probably got a scholarship. Her parents, apparently she comes from, like, crazy money. And that it was, like, a status thing. I knew so many people that were in Cotillion. I know that Cotillion is not a KKK organization. However, it was, I feel, in my brain, it's that same thing of, like, when you're 18, 19, and your parents are like, you're going to do this thing. And you're like, all right, I'll do this thing. Right. I feel that it was different. It would be different if if it was back then, right? So I don't, I think it's too far to say KKK princess. <laughs> I just think that that is too damning of a phrase. You but know this is I the mean? problem with the KKK. She was doing a little bit of PDA. And you can't oh, have and then, KKK Oh my God. PDA. Well, then it's a celebration of her sexuality. So I don't <laughs> so know. Not, yeah, yeah, that's mean. actually okay. The problem with the KKK is that, you know, even a little is too much. I want it all gone. I want it all gone. There's no amount of KKK that is okay. It's okay, KK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never okay. It's never okay, KKK. Uh, I was like reading about this and I was like, I don't really see this as a personal indictment of Ellie Kemper at all. Uh, I think I see it as an indictment of that, that organization. Sure. More so though, perhaps you could say it's an indictment of like her. I, I saw people being like, this might be an indictment of like her family, like sure. Sure. previous generations, right? Uh, who are like rich white Southerners, right? Um, 
who probably have, you know, having ties to an organization like this. And, and more so than ever to me, the story is just like, yeah, look at fucking, there's just this racist history everywhere. everywhere. Like it's, so it's, it's, it's a, mis it's like a, it's just like a, the wrong takeaway to be like Ellie Kemper is uh, the Grand Wizard of the KKK. Yes. I feel like the better takeaway is like, there is racism in the roots everything. of fucking everything. And that's not to say it's not a big deal. No, it's a very like, big deal. Or to, Systemic racism right. needs to be attacked from every angle that we can. And recognizing these things, that is, I think it should, it is good to recognize it of like, okay, right. then let's talk about why this is still going on? Right. Why right. is the like? Why is this still a part of the history of our country? Right. When it should be shut the fuck down. Right. Right. And if they're if their thing is like, well, now we allow black people. It's like, okay, well, perhaps there needs to be some sort of rebranding from like the the what the organization had been or whatever the like. But it's to me, right? It's like. I, and I think I also saw people going the other way and of being like, who wasn't in a thing that was like this? And it's like, well, no, let's like, let's recognize this, that this is like a like these types of clubs and these types of things like have uh, a history. Right. There's cotillion. There's the debutante balls and all of that. And yes. there's especially if you're talking about uh, historic, uh, you know, uh, organizations or you know, you know, clubs like this, and particularly in the South, although of course not not only there, to, that are you going to have these like longstanding racist institutions? But yeah, to me, this was such a the the way that the story was framed was so funny because it was like as if kind of Ellie Kemper was like a leader as opposed to just like very like. She was in a beauty competition. I mean, normal, right? She was in a beauty competition. Yeah, and it's not, again, it's not to say it's not extremely fucked. It's just also very normal. And that's the point. It's very it normal that be. these types of, and it shouldn't yes. be, right? And and it's, yeah. It's unfortunate too. All right, so I have this other article, but I, I it's it's all coming fast and loose. So whoa, I, whoa, forgive what, me if this is also bullshit Thompson or whatever. Again? <laughs> I'm saying I'm coming and the come is happening very fast and <laughs> it's it, happening it, very it, loose. It, let it go, let it go. The title of this article, which was what came out literally a few hours ago, is um, the rush to cancel Ellie Kemper is based on a lie. And it says in this, the specifics of the story like this matter a lot. Calling someone a KKK princess, which I guess people are calling her, is a huge allegation. And if untrue, as all the evidence here suggests, a pernicious charge. The Veiled Prophet Group had a white hooded costume in the 1800s, but it predates the visually similar Klan costume by about four decades. There is no organizational link. That's not to say there's nothing racist or elitist in the group's history, but Kemper has not been burning crosses and murdering people. Indeed, by her time, the Veiled Prophet was 20 years post-desegregation, not long, though I can't imagine it feeling that way at 19. As Slate notes, at least some pageant competitors have been black and her participation should not, quote, damn Ellie Kemper. Right. So I think that there's definitely, it definitely sounds like she did not willingly enter a race. Yeah. She might want to make a statement. Probably. Right. She might want to say Speak something. Toward it. It's just one of those things there. where it's Speak like, yeah, it. you can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, the ugly history, this country, that this this club. Sure. And it right, it's yeah. But also like I went to a high school where they they wouldn't take down the hanging tree that was over our football field and because of my school was built on a an orange grove and does that mean that I know that's not exactly the same thing but it's like we knew that it was there. The city wouldn't take it down. We were I was part of organizations in my high school to work to take it down. 
But like, does that damn me? Because right. I grew up in a racist as fuck place. Right. I right, think that right. it's. I, I think that to whatever extent, Ellie, I, I, you know, I would be fine to have her be asked some questions about this. Yeah, like, no, fine. she should talk about it. Right. Like, and if if kids were from your high school, like proudly took pictures in front of that tree, they that should be damned very for different. that. Right. Yes, like, they should. You know. But mm. again, it's like mm. I feel like this is. It's just. It just highlights how this. Uh, there is just murder and racism in this in every route coming up from our country and like so the fact that Ellie Kemper is definitely was a part of an of an organization that had fairly maybe more explicit roots in that again i think it's fine for her to be asked about it i don't think that she i don't and i don't think the people and were necessarily also trying to cancel the same her. day as the Tulsa massacre, like right. and, and the same, like it was all of that. Where it's just like, man, social media is just like it can do it. Like, which yes, please raise awareness of, of of sharing our country's history that is not spoken about. But then you're gonna do this, we're like, but Ellie Kemper, KKK princess. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. she is a KKK princess. I don't think we can conclude that she is a KKK princess from this history alone. Yes. Nor should we. <laughs> but it also, but I do think it's there is value in in yeah in highlighting these some of these like historic, previously kind of unremarked upon or still revered uh, traditions. Where if you like, let's look closely at this old tradition. Ooh, maybe we should. Shouldn't do that tradition anymore. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, I think that this is actually now. Now that I'm like quickly reading some things, and by the, I'm going to throw this out here. If our conversation ages like milk because new shit came to light, it is June second. It is <laughs> yes, 1:30 so we, this PM. This is what we know. She hasn't spoken PM out yet. All I have is what's in front Thank of me. You. But I'm I seeing like a lot. That. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm seeing a headline from the AV Club. It says, "Oh, great, Ellie Kemper is yet another rich white celebrity with a racist past." But I'm also seeing all these other uh, the real story behind all that Ellie Qu- Kemper. Twitter trauma from the LA Times. Uh, Ellie Kemper, how Twitter turned uh, Kimmy Schmidt into a KKK queen, Um, you know, and kind of talking more towards like, it seems like this pylon happened. And you know what's going to be the result of this, which is the most annoying part? This literally is just going to give the fucking, um, uh, uh, like, bitchy comics of the world more like cancel culture dialogue to bitch about right and so it's all none of this is helpful none of what's happening right now is helpful for anybody on either side of this i just want to throw that out there as well like it's just gonna give more fuel for the fire i I agree (laughs) with you that people will be like cancel culture gone too far but i wonder i i wish that there was a way or i wonder if we are moving towards it as a society where where it is possible to be like oh look at this 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 title that she won in high school is from an organization with a really fucked up history. I wonder if we should note that as part of her whole yeah, thing as a celebrity. Sure. But without going, maybe maybe in an interview, ask her about right, it. But right. to see, I you know, and I I'm gonna preface this with like I really like the AV Club, but I don't love that headline. I don't think that that's. Helpful. But again, that's why I didn't include the link in our because I was like, let me see. Because yeah. at first I was like, oh my god, because like, <laughs> you're right, right. It's such KKK a- princess. Yes, that's a night. Could you imagine being labeled that overnight no. by Twitter? Yeah, fucking nightmare. Yeah, and, and again, yeah, I didn't want to add does- to it, but it, it is, I think, important to discuss these things of like there, you know, there is a line of again, like if if there was like. 
you know, I, I even brought it up, the fact that Kim Kardashian came out now saying that she got COVID after that trip. Yeah, that's that so took, fucking that funny. everyone on Instagram flipped out about. Of course and she I was did. Like, that is dangerous. That is, should be being pulled out of like, it is dangerous for celebrities to use their platform to encourage people to do things that put other people in harm's way or put themselves in harm's way. I think that it's yucky. And so it's like on the opposite end of like, she should be getting... Like, I feel like she owes a fine. She needs to give more money to, like, charities. The fact that, like, people that see her going, like, well, Kim Kardashian's doing <laughs> well, I'm a go Cartman? Is that you? <laughs> Cartman from yes, South Park? Yes, it's Cartman. And I want cheesy fries. What does he say? Cheesy poop. What is he say? Jeez, I don't know why I remember that, but it's in my brain. Yeah, bizarre. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a minute. I, uh, so I, do, I know it. I shouldn't even be mad because, like, celebrities are different. Celebrities can get away with a lot more. They have a lot more opportunities. They get a lot. Like, you think about it, celebrities don't pay for a fucking yeah. thing. They get everything for free. And so it, it is hard to look at that and then to see Ellie Kemper, KKK Princess, which like, she didn't, like, I don't want these organizations to exist anymore. But if I did something like that at the age of 18 and I and was like, oh, I don't know. My right. mom. Yeah, but also, I will say, Come on, people. Stop naming events or attending events with creepy names. Although the it's Veiled Prophet the Veiled Ball is Prophet sick Ball. That <laughs> That's is like insane. What are we in Twilight? Like, Ooh. yeah, that sounds exactly like what Bella would be invited to by the fucking yeah, vampire. Yeah, sounds fucked up. You know all that mean? shit. All that. Honestly, most <laughs> balls do for it. teens. Don't, you know, yeah. high school dances, yes. Most of these things where your parents are involved, any daddy daughter dance, like virginity promises, it all remind. It's all linked. Uh, it's, it's racism and patriarchy all swept up together. And it, I don't know if there's any overlap between uh, those types of creepy ass daddy daughter pledge your virginity to me dances and this. But it just there's a lot of historic dances for teens that. Uh, should probably be canceled. Oh, yeah. so now you're making me think about Bridgerton a little bit uh, there with the with the dances. What about the... you? No, um, I just think altogether, I would hope that my kids would not want to be involved in any kind of beauty pageants. I would hope at that point that they wouldn't want to do those things. But I guess you know, like I can't. Like, what would you do if your kid came to you and was like, "I want to be in a beauty pageant." I want to go do it. I think the takeaway, at least now, from this Ellie Kemper story is that as a, if you are listening and you're a parent and your kid comes to you and wants to do beauty pageants, that's what, a, okay, then maybe it's possible to do that and have it not be steeped in all of the toxic things about that that we know of. But research the organization and make sure that it is not like a historically racist organization. That would be, I think, a good first step. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And another good step would maybe be a celebrity conspiracy. <gasps> what? Do you, you believe in? That Holden might be wrong about Ariana Grande stealing his brand? No. Wow. Who is speaking out Against you. <laughs> wow. Who did it? Oh my there is God. There no is some way. slight evidence to back it up. I'm going to just preface this whole thing with whatever yeah. Maddie might have. <laughs> As Maddie should. might have a point. As she might should. have a point, but I'll leave it to the judge and the jury. Okay. <laughs> 
And by judge jury, I mean Jackie and MJ. Yes. Hi, page seven says, Maddie, first of all, I love you guys in this podcast. Now, I just need to talk to Holden. It's important that you know that Ariana doesn't even like the term Arianators. <gasps> a fan once joke tweeted about us being called ponytailers, and Ari replied, shit, that's better than Arianators. I still want to know who came up with that. B- BC. By the way, Ariana, it, it, I still, I, lowercase, I still want to know, K-N-O, who came up, W that B-C, <laughs> We need to talk. I liked Ariana Army best because that's what grandpa called y'all. Ariana Army. Honestly, I agree, that's says Maddie. Scary. Right? I bet but that makes yeah. Cause she's like an evil, like, you know, in a in like an evil person she's movie, got that right? Tight what, hair. She's like maleficent or whatever. Yeah, she's got the whole thing going on. Honestly, I agree. And I'm sure Ari would be more than happy to let you have the Holdenator's title. Oh, let me have it. <laughs> Will she bequeath it to me? I hope one day that there will be a truce because I hate when my faves are fighting. And not to guilt you, but grudges are probably really bad for babies. Oh oh my God, that really, that touched me. Wow. That touched me. The the faves fighting especially. I I feel feel you on that, Maddie. Okay, that's all I got. I love you guys and the pod. I'm 21 and you guys are the only reason I know who Tom Cruise and John Travolta are. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that's amazing. That's Tell hilarious. us about Juki, Maddie. Tell us about it. Explain. I didn't know that anybody in their 20s listened to us. That's great. There's a PS that's may kind of be the reason why I actually went with this one as the episode. PS, it's also important that you know that black fans are called Mocha Grandes, which I love. Uh, side note, I which I think is amazing. That. We consider ourselves a separate faction from Arianators. Wow. I won't get into it because it's a whole thing, but I think you need to know about it. Okay, bye. Wow. (laughs) So I will say uh, with my wife in the hospital and me just needing to like turn my brain off at the end of the night, uh, I did actually give Excuse Me, I Love You, the Ariana Grande Netflix special, a shot. Um, I haven't completely finished it. I've been watching it in chunks. um, And I appreciate the the game. All right. She's it's so funny. She is the opposite of Taylor Swift. Like her whole thing is her, she has an incredible singing voice and like incredible dancing. It is literally the opposite, right? Whereas like Tiza is like known for her songwriting and like being able to like play instruments and all this kind of stuff. And (laughs) so I was just watching, I'm like, wow, it really is kind of amazing. Like they really would, should be nemeses. And like, if this was like a Marvel movie, right? Yeah. Uh, And I will say she has an, she has an incredible talent. Uh, But I will also say that she did write when her album was dropping H O O O O O O. I don't even know how she many did. O's, right? I'll stop, okay? But she it was a did. lot, which is the same thing that I do with my brand. So even if Arianators got away from her, or maybe she's like, now she realizes, like, oh, this guy really is upset. Um, now I'm gonna change my whole approach to this and be like, oh, I never even wanted Arianators, right? Seems like an Aria Grande ass thing to do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it always comes back around. But Maddie, I I, I want to say I respect your 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 ston. I respect uh, the talent there, and I'll stop coming after her. Really? I'll try, if she does some more shit, yeah. If she goes on, she's like, oh, started my new Twitch page. You know what I mean? And does the whole thing. You if know, she starts putting people in whatever jail. Then it's, yeah, putting people that's in whatever jail. Yeah, I started a podcast. It's called Page Seven and a Half. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, then we're gonna no. start having issues. 
Then we're going to start having some new issues. But right. for now, I will let it lie. But my question is for you two. Do you think Ariana, after this information has come to light, is clearly stealing my brand? Which is obvious, but I'll ask anyways. Do you think <laughs> it's clear? Uh, it's, I, I wish that the hoe part was addressed in this conspiracy yeah. theory. Because yes. there are two different questions to answer for. That is a weird move. Because that's not even associated with the like Arianator thing. Like, what a weird... Just thing to copy yeah. of mine, but I don't know the 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 letter writer did cite evidence, yes. and I'm very convinced by the citation. There was a link uh, uh, for the tweet, by the way, so it was confirmed. Uh-huh. But I can't forgive her for the hoe. I still think she's <laughs> Thank stealing. You. Yeah, Thank I think you. she is stealing from you. You are my work husband and my ride or die, Thank and you. I'll put her in the ground if I. <laughs> so that's Maddie, not true. I, I would go hi. <laughs> but Maddie, I will lay off because I don't want your heart to hurt over uh, our our fight that we're having that Arya Ariana knows about. <laughs> she knows that we're having uh, this fight. Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, and the special is pretty good, and you should check it out. It's on Netflix. No, and her last album is pretty good. I do. I but it's do also hilarious. The Nemesis. I forgot about another thing. Scooter Braun's in the the thing. He's and in the beginning of the special, him, right? Yeah, and he's like, she's gonna have a great show. Yeah, like he was like, I'm so proud of her. Like he wasn't in it like as a bad guy either. Like he's just like in it as a supporter of her. I mean, he also what he, Justin Bieber. Her. I was about to say, I wonder if she's probably still in contract with him. So there's, not, I imagine there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Yeah, but he's in the documentary. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, he's in the special. That's tough. He didn't need you to don't be want in the to special. That's a weird that guy. <laughs> no. No. Um. So, anyways, but but either way, uh, I hear you, Maddie, and thank you for writing in. <laughs> Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. But now, it's time for our shout outs. Shout, 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 shout it all out. Okay. These are, are the emails that you wrote in about. Come, come on. You read them to you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and again, if you guys ever want to write in, even just to say hi, send us anything, give us shout outs, hit us up at page7podcast at gmail.com. I read through all of them now. I put it into my schedule because that's what I have to do. Because if I don't, I forget to do everything. So my first shout out, I've got two shout outs, two people that sent in thanking us for mentioning Narcan last week and I just want to give a shout out to Kaylee who wrote in and talking about working for a nonprofit in the rural south who uh, who provides harm reduction services to those who are actively using and struggle with substance abuse disorders and talking about just how 
difficult and the struggle of working where she works and doing what they do. And thank you so much for struggling against a community that doesn't want you there and doesn't want you helping. And I just want to say personally, thank you very much for working with that organization. And I also want to say a shout out to Erin, who wrote in to tell us about dancesafe.org. Dancesafe.org. And they sell fentanyl test strips and drug tests for a reasonable price and have instructional videos on how to use them. Um, but they have given um, them peace of mind when you can actually test your drugs for the amount of fentanyl that is inside of it. And that is, you must, you have to. If you're going to use blow right now, listen to me, you have to test it at least. <laughs> but I'd rather you did it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I get up very upset <laughs> yeah, about it. It makes me very, very mad. People dying for no fucking reason. Oh, this is just drives me crazy. So you're saying this is more important than my beef with Ariana Grande. Is that what you're saying? No, <laughs> I'm saying they're on the same level. And also on the same level, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Mike and his wonderful wife, Laura. After nearly five years of marriage, she has her last naturalization interview tomorrow. And it's the last step before being officially sworn in as a U.S. citizen. He says, we met in grad school in a 19th century American lit course called Revolt and Rebellion. Since getting our degree, she's worked really hard to become an amazing teacher and has spent the pandemic doing anti-racist educator training and helping out with a club on campus that specializes in undocumented immigrant student outreach. She's the best person I know, beautiful inside and out, and I know the impact it would have hearing a shout out from you guys. She's a huge fan of the show, and Jackie was the one to introduce her to Lizzo, so she will totally freak out in the best way possible. And we love you so much, and also to you, Laura, for doing so much great work. Congratulations on becoming, you know, I imagine becoming a citizen of this country right now has probably got you feeling in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but I am I'm so happy that you're doing so much good work. And thank you so much for um, joining us on this hell cruise we call America. <laughs> <laughs> I got another birthday shout out. Shout it out. And this is, goes out from Betty to her best friend, Lauren, whose birthday's on June 4th. We've been friends for over a decade. In addition to being a shining light in my life, she also got me into Page 7 and Last Podcast. And we had an absolute blast at the live Page 7 Wizard of the Bruiser show at the Bell House. Ah! And I hope she has a special birthday. And I can't wait to sing Meatloaf song and see Last Podcast Network shows together hopefully soon. We love you, Lauren. Happy birthday, Lauren. And I've got another great shout out. Now, this goes out to my twi babies out there, but also to you and beyond. I had a wonderful person write in that told me about an organization. So for you guys, because I know you don't read Twilight, there is a tribe that is included in the book called the Quileute Tribe. And Stephanie Meyer has never really done anything to raise money for them or help them in any way. And um, there is an organization right now called Move to Higher Ground. School fundraiser Quileute Tribe website. If you look up Move to Higher Ground, you can um, give money towards the Quileute Tribe and uh, that they are currently trying to move uh, schools on their land because of rising sea levels. Okay. And they need our help. So you know what? Especially if you're a Twy Baby fan, give back where Stephanie Meyer left people in the fucking dust. <laughs> 
got one more shout out. We have another birthday coming up and it's a sissy birthday and I love sissies together. And uh, someone wrote in, said my sister is turning 30 on June 6th and um, they wanted to let me know. It was very cute because they wrote me this email weeks ago. It was like, I think that I'm sending it in too early, but I've got anxiety about it. And I remembered. Wow. So I, yeah, I am clapping myself on the back for this one. <laughs> they say, my sister Reeve has been a David Bowie fan since she was a child. If there's any way to sing her a little bit of David Bowie, she's turning 30 this year. And I um want to say, there's a star woman turning 30. <laughs> and I hope she'll have a beer with me, but I guess I gotta find her. I don't know where she lives but i guess i'll sniff her out oh it's david bowie but it's not his birthday it's reeve's birthday um yeah i just made that up (laughs) (laughs) that is um those are my those are my birthday shout outs to you guys and for everyone and thank you guys so much for writing in to page seven podcast at gmail.com it makes me smile and it makes me feel so good and I try to write back as much as I can but my problem is I'm a bit of a wordsmith if you will and um, I take too long I just simply I'm like Jackie just why do you have to write an essay in response but I can't stop myself because you know what I like the typing of my little fingers. <laughs> and um, but we also don't worry, we still have the list to get to. Oh who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta have that list. Ooh, 13 of the most wild celebrity supernatural experiences. Of course, I was pulled in because Cher is up top. And we know that Cher is a woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-wo
Years earlier, Chloe and a boyfriend spent the night at the Massachusetts house where Lizzie Borden allegedly killed her father and stepmother with an axe in 1892. She says, I kept hearing all these weird moaning and groaning noises, but there wasn't anybody else in the house. It was terrifying. It was pretty early, and my then-boyfriend was like, I have to leave. He had a strange experience where he felt a pressure oh! on his chest. Ah, oh, shadow people! <laughs> Um, I really like. I love it too. Yeah, I like haunted stuff. Have you have you guys ever been haunted? I've never been haunted. I think I'm closed off to ghosts. Same. Yeah, I've never been haunted, but I I'm and I used to be a total scully, but I've become more of a molder. Me too. I'm so mold. I'm so skeptical of like every. I'm like yeah yeah yeah. But I also do think that there is stuff going on, and I think if you're open to it, it more so, it's like an energy thing. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just honestly, it is paying attention in a different way. I think that if you believe in the same way where it's like, if you don't believe, like it's not even on your radar. So I think that you're more tapped into, but also you would find yourself, I would assume more likely in places that like Henry's old apartment was haunted completely. And what's crazy which is one? that- his, Wait, which one? Oh, the one- The in, last place yeah. that he lived in. Yeah, yeah. And in, in his neighbor- in California. When I first talked with him, he was like, I do not believe in ghosts. I still don't know what this is. And he had three different instances where down in the parking lot, he's like, and I was walking and I thought that there was someone walking behind me uh, because I heard the footsteps and the door locks behind you. So he kept the door open and all of a sudden, like the steps were getting fast. But he's like, I was holding something. So I'm holding the door behind me open. And the steps are moving faster as if they're trying to make the door. And then I turned around to look to see where they were. And he just felt like something pushed through him, like a wind pushed through him. And then there was nothing. And he was like, I don't believe in it. And he saw a figure down there other times, right? Yes, he saw the outline of like a shadow person multiple times. And I definitely felt weird shit in that place. Talk about a terrifying too. I mean, it's similar to my parking garage. It is the creepiest place to have that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's not, it's underground. It's like not a good scene. You I, know, I would be the, you so know how terrified. echoey it is. It's all cement. So it's like, yeah. there's no, like he knew what that, he knows what that sound is. Yeah. That's very, very scary. And I think, honestly, Ugh. LA is a very haunted place. Yes. It is, it, it's a, you got a lot of demons <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. You know, <laughs> you know what it is? I think it's when a place is so, it's so sunny and it's so like, flashy and it's Hollywood and this and that. I think when you set yourself up, it's very Ellen, right? You set yourself up as one thing, then that other, that dark side is going to be there even, you know, you know, tenfold. So many people have been, have wrongs to write, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood is the Ellen of haunting. (laughs) Yes, all dead eyed. (laughs) I, I, it excites me. Of course, some of the names on the list, you know, like Kristen Stewart, of course, you know, of course she's tapped in. We know that Cher is definitely tapped in. Cher goes on to say, I love ghosts. I actually think that Sonny makes a light go on. I have a beautiful chandelier that he makes the light go on when it is impossible. There's no power on that connects to the chandelier. <laughs> she says, I love ghosts. I prefer ghosts to some people, which is a very share thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I love her. And th- I, God bless that uh, that uh, prankster electrician. <laughs> no, <that's> just, <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen to our Kesha episode, you will know that she has had sex with a ghost. She said, I did go to the bone zone with a ghost. I don't know his name. He was in my house. He just started caressing me. It was a sexy time. It wasn't like sex. 
which um and you know i who knows knows? (laughs) i'm sorry who knows and then there's keanu reeves who's the last on my list Ooh, i'll go visit him as a little ghostess keanu reeves once shared that when his family moved from australia to new york when he was a child he had a strange experience in their new home he says i'm probably like six seven years old we'd come from australia renata our nanny in the bedroom my sister is asleep she's sitting over there i'm hanging out There was a doorway and all of a sudden this jacket comes waving through the doorway. This empty jacket. There's no body. There's no legs. It's just (laughs) there. And then it disappears. I was a little kid and I thought, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) And I looked over at the nanny and she was making a terrified face. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that was real. Jackie, I'm alone in my apartment right now. Stop. <laughs> I know I saw you looking around. Do you hear yeah. something in your house? I don't like this. No, Uh-oh, I don't. Oh, it's the middle of fine. the day and I can still scare him. <laughs> oh, stop. And that's my list. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> no, you want to get really upset, though. Um, I keep pushing it. I need, I need someone else to watch the movie, Supernova. If you want to be um, scared, but like a real life fear. <laughs> Watch the movie Supernova, <laughs> Colin Firth, Stanley Tucci. I need someone else to watch this fucking movie. Well, I can't watch anything right now because I think I'm going blind. Oh! Items! We can't see, see them! <laughs> well, it does the job. Sometimes it does the opposite. Yeah, no, I like it's it. Fine. It's fine. It takes a village, you know? <laughs> it does take a village. <laughs> I, I only have two, but one's really long, and you know, the whole thing where I thought like my wife was going to die or whatever. So, yeah, I think uh, I guess you get a pass week. today. <laughs> Fine. Just today, though. Uh, All right, here we go. First blind item. This A-list actress slash sometime director is calling on friends with huge social media followings to lob grenades at her ex. (gasps) Angelina Jolie. Wow, what? Because he just got got partial custody of the kids and she's pissed. Yeah, she is pissed. She's very, Sorry, very upset I do, about it. Yes, I have been following that. And I, um, it's, you know, when sometimes I read through, I go through my worm times and like, nobody cares about this, but I've been following it very closely. Um, <laughs> but please, what is she, who is she reaching out to? You were so fast on this. I, I don't have any more details. That was just that. There was oh. no like article. It didn't link to an article or anything with more details. She's but pissed. That's, a, that's the blind. She yeah, really so that makes sense. She really doesn't want Brad Pitt having custody over. I am so Brad. curious about that because like, obviously custody battles are like, but like, is there a reason why she doesn't want him to have custody? He is now, I believe he is now sober. Yeah. But when they were together, he was not. And yeah. she didn't feel that he is a safe person for the kids to be around. To watch that. And I can only imagine feeling that way. And even if your partner or your ex has changed, that's I'd yeah, have to see that real fucking change before I would allow my kids to be around them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cough, cough. Josh Duggar's wife, you... F- I'm not going to go down. Oh, that. right. Can we not with oh. all that business? A <laughs> Again, I go down these worm times. I keep them to myself. Um, all right. This next one's long, and I really just like the story. Let's all see. All right. Wind us can, in. Wind us in. See if you guys can figure this out. This is from like a little a ways, a little while ago. Um, and I'll try to get more details if you need. There are and have been and always will be celebrity couples who do a lot of drugs together. But what sets them apart is usually we know they are a couple. No one knew this pair. At just about the height of their fame were a couple. 
Uh, you had this A-list, mostly television actress, who has a couple of hit shows to her credit, and this A-list actor who has a couple of hit shows to his credit. Uh, when this occurred, he was in the second year or so of his first run, and she was a few more years along into hers. They met at a party where they bonded over lines of coke. That led to three or four nights of sex and coke, which they had delivered. For about three weeks, they would go to work and then get together and have sex and do coke. And that's when you know you're a celebrity, if you can get coke right? delivered to your apartment. Yes. <laughs> or yeah, to yeah. your hotel. The thing is, though, the sex and coke, especially the coke, was getting in the way of work, and they both were showing up late or not even showing up at all. That was especially bad for the actor because his show had a strict schedule because of live tapings. His show told him he couldn't be late or miss another day of work that season or he would be replaced. They had one last night together after the taping of his show. Who are the two? So this is more of a 2000s situation. She, I believe it's her second show by this point. She had a show that was popular with t- when we were teenagers for teenagers. He is kind of in the news a little more recently because of a certain event that happened. Um, Katie Holmes. No. And he is known for his drug usage. Not necessarily coke, actually a different drug uh, that makes you go down, not up. Melissa Joan Hart. No. But similar kind of vein. Similar-ish, for sure. I'll tell you what, she's also might be known, um, Her one of her shows, she's known for being a little witchy, for sure. Witchy. Not the, well, I guess they're both teen shows, but the other, the teen show, it was like a little... Actually, Shannon we were Doherty. A little, yes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because what? Is it Charmed? And yes. Beverly Hills 90210 yes. was the one I was talking about that was for when we were teen. I was about to say the show that was popular for teenagers when we were younger, we were a little too young for it. Yeah. I remember, but I watched it because my brother watched yes. it. So I ended up watching it. Um, the guy, though, the guy, uh, it's sitcoms. He's the live taping person. Uh, a recent event Chandler. that sort of uh, is Matt wait, uh, or name? Matthew Perry or yes, Matt LeBlanc. Yes, sorry. I just wanted to make sure. Or, or no, oh, oh, uh, no, actually, David no. David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, or wait. Matthew Perry. <laughs> One yes, of them. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Matthew yeah, Perry. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah. yeah, he was no. I was always Chandler. I was like trying to remember what character he played and I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I just had a brain, a nope, brain fart good. moment. It's fine. You know, you don't need, that's not for You know, me. I'm a little foggy these days. Yeah, uh, Matthew no. Perry and Shannon Doherty and that is interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Blow, though. It makes sense. So yeah. 90s. Damn. I love yeah. it too Could that it no one, if, if this 90. is true, Could it be please, right? <laughs> if this is so true, I mean, this is like so interesting. So his, her shows are what? Charmed in 9210. His shows, uh, the Odd Couple and Friends, but I guess okay. he was doing Friends at okay. the time. Okay, that's great. And he just recently, um, his engagement broke off. Oh. So, you know, well. And we didn't talk now. about the Friends reunion. I know that was in our articles. This was kind of a way to bring that into play. I have not, I'm sure Lexi's going to watch it at some point because she was a big Friends fan, but it's weird, right? There's like this weird mixed reaction to it for some reason. Yeah, I have still remain incredibly curious, but I did not watch it because I've been watching Mayor of East Town and I finished it. Oh I my god, something we while it. other people oh were watching god, it. Oh my god, what did you think? <laughs> and it's the and for once, and we're not watching it. Jackie, I keep talking about how I need you to watch keep, it. Well, I keep no. about, like about to start it. Like I gotta start it. Yeah, I gotta start it. And Bruh. then I'm just you know I gotta gear up for the Fast and Furious movie, so we're rewatching all the Fast and Furious movies. Why? I don't need. 
to watch. I'm watch, in Cr- watch. Crown Town. Crown Town. I went to Crown, Crown Town, Town is, and I'm still yeah, in. I'm only Crown watching Mary of Town because we were felt such a loss and emptiness after finishing <laughs> the Crown. Uh, Mary of Town is incredible, fantastic, extremely can't recommend highly enough. Uh, yeah. I don't know what other people are saying about it, but I just think Kate people Wins- are saying very positive very things positive. about it. Kate Winslet yeah. is so hot. I just love her yeah. so much. I find her to yeah. be just such a hottie. And I don't even know anybody from Philadelphia, but the Philadelphia accent stuff is really fun. Um, so yes, I, I cannot recommend Mare of Easttown highly enough. And then we finished that. And so now I've finally convinced Gideon to start the circle. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And you guys can is start circle chat talking to each other in real time. Yeah, you can he start was, doing the circle. He was circle very sin. anti at the beginning of the episode and he kept looking at me like in, like furiously, like, why are we doing this? And <laughs> then by like 45 minutes in, he was totally, he totally in. converted. Oh, he yeah. Got like a in. cornered animal. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> Give me all of it. And then, yeah, you know, and then there's all the other ones. See, there's the France one there's the brazil one you got to get you got to watch all of them oh my god yeah yep you got a summer set up for you <laughs> now i mean if that's if that doesn't say hot dad summer i don't know what does <laughs> yeah it's such a wonderful thing to throw into the mix because it's just so low stakes and it's so fun to chat about and not actually take seriously yeah on, uh, at any point and at yeah, first i was like this so isn't fun. what i want from a reality show i want like i want it to be like love is blind or i want it to be like that one where they were all on the beach with that stupid <laughs> Australia, too, uh, hot, to too hot to handle. Yeah, you want you want sex on the table. I want and the it's, sex in they person. Try, they try to find it. It's funny because the first. Are you watching the first season yeah. of The Circle? <gasps> oh, if I could go back. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? If I could go back, they kind of managed to make it a little sexy, but it, which is hilarious because of the way it is. I mean, it's just like, why would you? This is a competition show. Where you're just trying to lie to win money. Why are we throwing sex on the table here at all? <laughs> but why not? That's a little more. That one has a little more of it. The second season definitely is just very much people playing a game, but fucking awesomely. It is so fun watching people dis- be deceptive and watching other people buy it or not buy it. Like that give and take is so fun to see. I'm also finding it to be just delightfully like, like queering gender, like uh-huh. like Seaburn, like being like, I'm a guy who's like has to inhabit the soul of this woman, but also not even really trying that hard. He's just basically being himself. Yeah. It's just like, I love it. I like find yep. all the gender stuff to be totally wonderful. Yeah. yeah, that's that stuff's really really fun. And and the second season is almost even more queer. Really? So, uh, you're, it's yeah, great. it's really fun. It's really good. Hot dad summer. Hot, Hot dad, dad summer. summer. <laughs> We're getting ready for it. And um, that's our show today. And I'm so excited. So next week, MJ will not be joining us. And uh, because you really are kicking off your hot dad summer with a bang. I am. I am getting top surgery next week. And so I will be absent from the show for just a week. And um, Elliot Page is not quite what I'm going to look like because Elliot Page has not had two kids, but Oh, you can still get it there. I can I'm I'm gonna work for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Uh he's on my vision board, as is Randy from Trailer Park Boys. There's not actually a vision board, it's just those two people. <laughs> um but uh yeah if you saw Elliot Page and said Hachimachi, then 
Uh, give me some vibes next Please. week while I am getting my own tops. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. so proud of you, and I'm just I, I'm so excited. I'm, I yeah, can't during wait. Pride Month, no less. Yeah, during, yeah. It's, good. it's a real. It's a real. It's my first <laughs> like out Pride, and I'm going hard. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for some uh, Pride themed pop history episodes too. Ooh, uh, we're fun. really excited about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll have Birdcage coming out, which I'm just. Oh, it's just it's my everything, and uh, and I'm so proud of you, MJ, and I'm so. excited Excited, and next week we'll be joined uh, by Carolina Hidalgo uh, of LPN of No Dogs in Space and of our show Gloss, and we're gonna have fun. I'm sure yammering, yammering about other shit, and we can't wait for you to come back. I'm hell yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. Take care of yourself. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I love you guys. And my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm if you're feeling frisky. And uh, we do, Holden and I do Japanese together every yeah. Friday between um, 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Yeah, hopefully it'll be this week, but we'll see. It's been kind of a fucking rough one. <laughs> um, it would be cool, though, if we do get to celebrate this week. And, uh, of course, uh, send Lexi some love on Twitter or something like that. She's been through it. Uh, yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. And, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's it. Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, yes, MJ. <laughs> you I'm so, I, I just, I so just tired. hit me how tired, how mentally exhausted I am. Literally just now. My, my two things the are yes, yes, and that. Uh, my name is MJ, and I'm MJKL Cat on Instagram. All right, we love you guys so much, and we will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yes. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.